to the deep dive. We are back for a round 16. Look, how are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you going? Um, good weekend of footy, not so, so much. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're back to doing our reviews. Apologies, it's been a bit more hybrid episodes recently. We just haven't had time to do the two episodes. But tonight you will get a big proper uh, review of 16, and then we'll go into round 17 with uh, old mate Eduardo. Yes. On, on Beyond the, the Game. On the Facebook thing. On the face. Um, Facebook.com slash Beyond the Game TV is where to find that. Uh, check out Hops to Homes, yeah, our, sponsor. our good sponsors. Yeah, we just um, get us lovely craft beer freshly put in a can and a pack. Yeah, you just don't want to break the can. So yeah, avoid uh-huh. door hinges. Don't um, put a can near the, the door cupboard. hinge. No, they uh, get pierced and uh, go all over you and burst in your face. So just before we're about to record, uh, a porter burst in my face. It's quite funny. It you tasted and, you quite and, nice. Uh, me and your wife just looked at you and laughed, and you're like. Can anybody help? <laughs> it was like... There was porter everywhere. Porter everywhere. Oh, it's yeah. taken me hours to clean them. Oh, it, anyway. it was everywhere and it smelt. Uh, I think we've cleaned it up. Anyway, so that is... Anyway, so hopstone.com.au. Please check out our sponsors. Old Mate Craft Beer Delivery Service. Uh, very well worth your time. AFL Deep Dive is uh, $25 off your first pack, which makes it extremely cheap. Absolutely. And as we've said over the, the journey, great for you. Great for a present. So if you know anyone out there who's got a birthday coming up, or yeah. let's be honest, Christmas is not that far away. Neither is Grand Final Day. That's Just quite a while get, away. get sorted. No, everyone says that. We're already halfway through the year. <clears throat> Bang. Yeah, I guess that's the start true. of the season. Start felt like it was two seconds ago. Yeah, if there's a funeral, like any any, any, any kind excuse, of any, nah, any gifts. Every, kids, Friday's coming old around. Old people. There's going to be a Friday. You need beer. Yep. Anyone that needs beer, get on it. Hopstone.com.au, that is it. So check out our Wednesday show as well with Old Mate Beyond the Game. Yeah, it starts about 7.43. It's a 7.43 show on Facebook. Basically, get there at 7.30 and we'll turn it on when Ed's got his stuff together. We're usually ready, to be fair. We're pretty ready. We're just sit there. I guess there's yeah, not much. We, we should not. Dis- he has to we probably shouldn't distract him. We probably shouldn't just avoid t- chatting to him till we're. We also give him massive high alcohol beers as well, and it's been an ongoing joke for a while. And he it's going to be it. funny now. I don't think he listens to every episode, so we'll see whether he has figured it out by tomorrow. Yeah, because so I've, if you are I've now mentioned it. See if you are listening, Ed. Um, it's not a coincidence. I give you ten apologies beers no, every time. No, apologies, no apologies. It's good fun. Good <laughs> yeah. times. Anyway. No, no, but it's so yeah. No, he's he's all right. So that is beyond the game. Um, let's get into the round that was. Uh, so on the Friday night, we had Hawthorne versus the Pies, 67-63. to 63. Uh, That sounds like a good game. I'm not no, quite sure well, it was. It doesn't really because it's 63-67. to 67, So low yeah. scoring affair, pretty reflective of two teams not playing very good football. One team having not played very good football for the majority of the year, the other in a little bit of a slump at the moment, that being yeah. Collingwood. And really, there was one quarter of football worth watching. Uh, which, which ultimately, yeah, is the best quarter to, to watch is the final quarter because then you see the result. Other yeah, well, than that, if the players are going to play and lots of mistakes, yeah. even, even in the last quarter, there was lots of mistakes. So, I mean, if the style of modern football, if we're going to have so many games where they've been clearly instructed to hold the game down as much as possible to avoid turnovers to the point that we have to watch an arm wrestle like a boring arm wrestle for an hour and a half, an hour, and then 
all of a sudden, once fatigue sets in and late mid to late in the third, and then we see an all right fourth quarter, I think I'm just going to start watching football from half time. I mean, I, I like there's been so many games this year that have been so boring for the first half, and the skills have been appalling. Yeah, it's, it's starting to get a bit ridiculous. Has has been a great example over the weekend of very poor skill errors um, and ability for link up and just this free flowing game that. Um, apparently the AFL want to exhibit, but it hasn't come to fruition. And there was no. probably two, three, maybe four games this weekend just gone that showed exactly what you pointed out. So, well, yeah, I, not ideal. No. I just can't believe I saw a discussion again today. Um, someone made the point that we've been making for a while around runners and how much of a negative effect it's had on the game. I think there are so many players that have no idea what to do. Uh, I, I think that you know that, that was a necessary part of the game. Uh, obviously, there were negatives to it in terms of you know your Nick Maxwells and people like that getting in the way. But it was, but a, minor, it was a minor thing. It was only what... really a few runners that were genuinely doing it. Anyway, that, and that, that, we weren't talking about it every no. week. Like I don't know, there's a couple of issues that have been brought up every week this season. Yeah, uh, that but continue to affect the game more. Exactly, so. but we need to. But the reality is, we're seeing situations now where players have no idea what to do, and because they're not getting those instructions fast enough, it's taking teams so long to make an adjustment. Yeah. Adelaide again on the weekend. Um, I mean, they just you know, didn't make any adjustment; just did nothing. But yeah, I mean, having the better players off the ground for such long periods of time, I don't think is great either. Well, prime example is we, we lost Buddy to an injury because he was stuck on the sidelines for so long that his muscles cooled down and probably started to cramp up and get a little bit tighter. And he went off in an explosive movement and popped yeah. goes the hamstring. Not ideal. No. Well, he should have been on the bike, but he shouldn't have been on the bench as well for 10 minutes. No. Anyway. Um, but just on this game specifically, I mean, very slow, boring game between the arcs. Uh, the stand, I thought, was really poor. Transition was bad. Sicily, I thought, was clearly best on ground, uh, without a doubt. How Mitchell Lewis wasn't playing this year so far, I don't, I don't. Well, well, I know he's played some games, but why was he out? I don't know. He looked pretty good. Um, what, yeah. do you, what do you think on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to, and it's probably the second game against West Coast. There were signs, but this was a, a, a clearer sign that Clarko's gone back into his old. Uh, treasure chest and he's he's got a game plan that he's building towards for probably two years away and he probably just wanted to see where Ruffy sat in that and if he sat in that um, and now that um, obviously Ruffy has got this lingering injury it was time to bring in Mitchell Lewis which yeah he looks pretty set he's only going to get better with the more time he plays at senior yeah. level um, mm. obviously clutch goal towards the end which put the Hawks in front and he's got the body to crash packs at the very least so and if you've got forwards you've got to like, play him oh you do you've got to play him him and um and uh, Connor Nash particularly I if you're not going to play Roughhead I would have thought you'd yeah. play well him. he's injured Roughhead's injured he's got a no, side strain no, no, yeah. no. him and Connor Nash um, obviously are two big body key forward type players that are young and raw and if they're not going to chase uh, another seasoned key forward which there's not too many out in the open market then yeah you got to play and blood them get get the midfield and the halfbacks used to their running patterns um, so that they can uh, lead up properly and and I put a score on the board because 67 is not really going to win too many games and Again, Hawthorne, I don't believe, have scored three hundred points or more this year, more than 
once or if at all. So, yeah. Um, so that's that's that. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately for this game, I yeah, I, I it's think not a lot to talk about really, is there? No, I think yes. Clearly, Sicily was best on ground. I don't know how you could look at it any, any other way. Um, the pies were just yeah. really, really down. Um, Elliot looked miles off. He didn't. I don't think he should have played really. Um, Dugowie kind of tried, but you know he wasn't getting much supply. Yeah, you excuse f- me as well. I thought the mid was pretty poor. You feel the Bucks is really scraping the bottom of the barrel at the moment just to get fit players on the field, regardless of their match fit. As long as they're fit, he's yeah. sort of having to. He's been yeah. fairly stretched, um, and that obviously isn't helping with continuity no. and. But how how Cox keeps getting games, I, I I know they are in trouble from that that position, but. I mean, he he is appalling at the moment. Surely, I mean, he's had this, you know, period I, where he was good. I mean, I you know. yeah. Look, I, I I tend to agree. I think there's enough talent in their mid to small forward brigade at Collingwood that if as long as it was as long as the ball was coming in at a certain way that suited you to go East, your Hoskin Elliotts and these types of players, that would be more damaging than having a guy that's out of Sorts. He Possibly, yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I, and we'll wait and see. But I know Bucks seems to be pretty steadfast on the fact that they need to keep Cox in there for structure. I'm like, what's points of structure if you're not winning games of footy? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, one goal in 22 minutes is a joke. Um, I, I can't keep doing this if that's going to keep happening. Oh, no. Um, Lewis, great goal late. But, yeah, anyway, it was a bit... bit I don't know. I think this game is pretty average. Hanrahan, I thought, was again very good. He's had a really good year. Uh, MP, I thought, was pretty good as well. Um, but yeah, going back to Cox for a second, I mean, Sicily at 186 centimetres, that's not much tall. That's about my height. How, yeah, it is almost exactly my height. How he's out marking a 211 centimetre Mason Cox is absurd. Yeah, something to be concerned about. Um, no, Stevenson probably hurts them, I wrote down as well. I mean, that's clearly. Goes without yeah, saying now. It's, who'd have thought a 70, 70 kilo small forward would well, mean so much to a team? He does start when their momentum, doesn't he? And I mean, yeah, well, that's it. I mean, but the supply's been so, so poor. So poor, yeah. I would say, like, yeah, structure, but seriously, the midfield just hasn't started to gel. We've still got the best ruckman in the comp, yeah. and the bat, midfield does still bat deep. There's not a whole lot of players, that, they seem to be missing to, uh, from injury players at either end of the park, not right. So much in the middle, still side bottom penalty. These guys are still there. Yeah, it, it, it's it is concerning that if that's the case, uh, the reliance on a, a small forward who's new to the game means that much to them. I that they're not a grand final contender. They're not a premiership contender. If that's the case, no. I don't think I don't think Buckley thinks that. But it's obviously concerning. Um, it, it is. Uh, I thought Connor Glass was really bad. Um, I don't know how he keeps getting games as well. Oh, because they're waiting for virtual. He'll he'll make way yeah. for virtual. He's this surely got to yeah. go. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, obviously one of those Irish lads that are still plying oh. his trade. And yeah, but he, good luck to him. But he, he needs he, more time in VFL. No, he needs game. more time in no. VFL. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think. Look, ultimately for me, this game was one of the worst games I've ever seen. It was absolutely horrible. And and again, it was such a crime. I mean, in the end, I guess the, both the derbies were terrible, but I, I don't know. I probably would have preferred to have seen the SA derby on a Friday night, which a lot of people don't seem to agree with, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I do. I, 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 I think it should have be been Friday good. night. It's a perfect time to be 
broadcasting such a big game. Yep. Because on ultimately, there's a lot of just general fans of football, and I would dare say there's a lot of Port Adelaide and Adelaide. I know there's definitely a lot of Adelaide supporters in Melbourne. We've seen it at a pub. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's let's it. let's yeah. Yeah, let's forget that forget game that ever there. happened. Um, on the Saturday, Essendon versus the Sydney Swans, seventy-six to sixty-six. Bombros got the job done by ten points. I this was yeah, a bit more of an interesting. This game. This was a good game. I still think there were a, like there were still some awful skills in it as well. But that said, I, I, I the end was exciting. Like yep. the last quarter was definitely. I mean, there was nothing out of that Friday night game that was worth it. This this was better. Um, given Stringer was a chance to not play at all, I thought he was actually pretty crucial. Um, no Heppel. Oh. I nearly changed my tip in the end. With no Heppel, I thought, oh, gee, that starts to make it tough. Well, but he's been so dominant great. for them yeah. this year, and obviously the captain makes very a good difference. Yeah. yeah, so they've done very, very well. And, yeah, look, uh, obviously they've got some great pillars and, and good players around the park. Obviously Stringer came back, and he ultimately was the difference. But, I again, I think... It's arg- you could argue that Michael Hurley is almost a lock for the fullback position. Yeah, for the AA. He he's been superb. He he reads the play really well. He's only had probably one game where he's been owned. Um, otherwise, he's either broken even or been right on top of his opponent and and kind of doing like a what a rant has been doing for Richmond for so many years. He just he he, he guides. He's a general back there. And, yeah. And, and just structures um, that back line up very well. So your sides and, and these types of players can mm. run and carry and, and, and then turn a defence into attack for a footy cliche, cliche there. Yeah, I thought, look, the Dons, though, do lack targets up forward still. They still haven't quite solved that, but Sydney aren't an amazing team, so they really were able to get it done anyway. Um, Sydney just completely lack evenness across the ground. I think there's holes nearly everywhere, particularly with Buddy out as well. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Parish I thought was very good as well, um, but Sydney again kicking nine twelve. A bunch of those twelve points could have been converted. There was some really really poor kicking for. Yeah, goals. absolutely. Uh, I mean, Dane Rampey was excellent again. He seems to, except for his, I don't know, crazy moments throughout the year, um, climbing up posts and whatnot. Yeah, he's arguably been Sydney's most consistent player, and but he's yeah. got a lot. He's got a lot to deal with um, being in the back half there's teams that just keep pummeling in there and ultimately he can't do it all himself he's not a no. key defensively he's a running halfback so it's a pretty big blot on the game though how bad the accuracy has gotten it's the worst it's ever been in history um, and we've got all the sports science all the all the different things and it's it's it yeah, the most important worse thing. I don't know yeah well there's the, the more the more goals you kick you generally win more games um who cares how many tackles and meters gained you get? Don't care. If you kick goals, you win games. As a general rule, well, we've seen it with Geelong for most of the year that they've kicked more goals than points. Yeah. Um, the next game will clearly identify that that yeah. we talk about, and obviously accuracy here in this game was the difference. Yeah. Eleven ten to nine twelve. Uh, get up. Yeah. Uh, good game in the end, I guess, but yeah, not. Probably for this year, it's been a good game, but I mean, yeah, it's still oh, overall. I like game not, for this year. No, okay. Probably second best game for the season. Uh, I'm saying a lot. No, I'm not. No, I'm it's not. No, no, it's top five though. But it, <laughs> yeah, I would say sixth. Um, 
Another horrible game. Next game, uh, the Suns versus Richmond, 58 to 150. Richmond by 92 points. So, for those of you who are new to this podcast or don't realise, old mate Trent said, this is a horrible game. He's a Richmond supporter. That's saying a lot. Most of I know, I know. I mean, look, I know you're not. But a lot of supporters love when their teams belt up on another (laughs) team. But I'm not a singular supporter, though. I know that. You love your footy, but it's just (coughs) interesting that you are. Oh, Not look, a good game. for the Richmond season, it's fantastic. It gave us like 8 or 9%, uh, particularly with Collingwood losing and Fremantle the previous week. It's oh, oh, And Adelaide losing too. Tick, tick, tick. All great. But... Um, for the purposes of this podcast, not so good. Well, no. For the purposes of me like wanting to see good football, this was... Did not... you ever think this was going to be a good game? No, I didn't. But I thought... It, I was hoping it wouldn't be 100 points. I, hope, I was hoping it'd be a little bit better than that. But anyway, a terrible game. The Suns played points. for about 10 minutes, and that was about it. Um, Richmond by basically 100 points, and they were accurate too, 23-12, which is better football always. Yeah, um, yeah. look, I, th- I thought it was a nice runaround. It was a good good training session. Good training really. session, yeah. Uh, um, up, in, up in the steamy heat, getting yeah. used to September-type conditions. Well, yeah, it was very <laughs> dewy. and I mean, yeah, look, the Suns are a joke. and I mean, they, Yeah, that they, was the most disappointing fact. Is I'm off it completely. They now. have... Re- Turn to their woefulness, and now yeah. they're crying poor. They want to get a draft pick. Yeah. And well, they can get stuffed. Basically. Well, that, I think that's the wrong thing. It hasn't worked for them. They need to get some more senior players, and obviously that's going to be hard because nobody wants to go there. But guess what? There's going to be players that get delisted if they want to stay playing AFL. They'll go up there. Yeah, they're going to have a team, of, a rabble team of people that just want contracts. Yep. So give them it. And give them a lifeline and just yeah, try and keep these. They need young to win kids. games. They've got too many young kids as it is. They're gonna. Oh, I think it's gonna fail. I think the Gold Coast Suns is a joke. I think ultimately, I, I we've been on and off them a bunch this year, and I've wanted them. To, I've wanted this to work, but they're as bad as they've ever been right now. Oh, absolutely, they are. And unfortunately, the AFL will stick this out for at least five years because of how much money they're throwing into them. I agree, but the Which real is a shame. Yeah, because really they should be. I think it's time to, to pull the pin. I, I really think over. it is. That is well, a team that needs to go down yeah, to Tassie. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, the big problem is I don't think Tassie can necessarily... I'd love Tassie to have a team, but I don't, they, don't I agree. think they can sustain a team either. The yeah. numbers just don't add up. But I, I, I wonder whether we needed to just stay at, at 16 teams. Um, I, I just and don't... And just build, and build well, the I teams in the part, south. Yeah, I think, the that, south. I, I think the... I think, to be honest, I think the the... We'll go further I think we're already stretched for talent anyway. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think the popular. The big problem is over. What is it? Forty four percent of Australia's population live in Melbourne or Sydney. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like we, it's so skewed. It's not even funny. Funny. We have yeah. Two serious, world class, massive cities that have so many people in them. It's a strange situation. It's not. We're such a young country. It's not like an America or somewhere where there's so many markets that you could go to because there's 400 million people and they're fairly spread out and there's a lot of big cities. And even Whereas the, here, we just don't have a lot of big and that's cities. The thing. And, even and the ones that, where the other ones that are outside of Melbourne and Sydney, they've got enough teams. And even their big sports only have about the same number of teams that we currently have in the AFL. But they get to choose from 350 yeah, million people. Exactly, and and the reality is we're not we're not in a position to anyway. I I, I don't know. I think I think GWS I think was a good idea. Sydney's it, Sydney needed a second team, but at the same time I, I really do stretch whether this is a good idea. And 
And it could just help to make Brisbane a stronger team. Well, Brisbane's a much nicer place to live. And I think ultimately it's going to be easier to get people to come to Brisbane. There's 2 million people there. Like, it's yeah. a much more serious setup and if we look versus at, the Gold Coast. And I know it's the, only an hour well, the rugby, down the road. Rugby could never really get it to work. It's in Queensland. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it should, the Gold Coast it's going to work anywhere, it should work yet. there. So, yeah, I, agree. I tend to agree. But we know how stubborn the AFL are. It's a joke. Yeah. joke. The whole thing's a joke. And again, this week, is this audacity of Tony Cochran to come out and want the first round pick is embarrassing. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Like we openly meaning to tanking. I tweeted today, uh, yesterday, I was like, this, you've had it. Like he was like, we need assistance. I was like, you've had it over and over and over and over. What, what, like how, what, so we, we stick this out for 20 years. Every year we give you assistance and it, and it's a bonfire. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Well, why not just throw money into into if we're going to just burn it? Why not spend it on local footy? Why not spend it on an actual score review system that works? Yeah. Or why not spend it on re, re um, building uh, Eddie Hat? Well, like, there's so many things that they. Well, could this is do. the thing. I had a chat with another mate. Upgrade and, and SA we, Oval. There's heaps why, of things. To why do. can't North Melbourne when they come up against a GWS, for example, instead of being at Marvel, why isn't it at uh, Arden Street? There's people in Victoria crying out for local footy. Oh, yeah. The Rec League Cup, which, for those who don't know, is a community-based organisation that get two radio stations and and pegged against some musos. They had 25,000 people at Vic Park to watch amateurs. Yeah. So, well, I, I think, I, bring I don't back, know. small games where the crowd might... We've seen crowds at... Five and eight and ten thousand, mate. Arden Street or um, the answers are not throwing it in the road or any of those. Gold Coast. No, that's no. not the answer. No, no, but that's, that that type of money, there. yeah, burn that. Throw some money at these clubs that have been around forever. Well, what about upgrading the facilities of Brisbane? I mean, that's yeah, the thing. Why not make the, the Brisbane team, the uh, Queensland team, a serious powerhouse that can most of the yeah, time continue. call it southeastern the southeastern lines. lines. Got we've got a GWS, so just the southeast lines. I don't know something, but yeah, it's uh, how, it's, a, it's a nightmare. Well, but how many years are we down the track, and it's Too still many. a joke? And yeah, no retention of players, and that's killed them. Uh, next game, Adelaide yeah. Derby, forty-four to one hundred and one. Robbie Power won by fifty-seven. Uh, the Crows played a half. That's really the best way to, I think to describe this game for me. And yeah, Robbie Gray is ridiculous. So he's got five. Or six showdown medals now. That's unbelievable. It's five or six, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. He's, he's 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 won more than anyone in the history of the, the showdowns, which is, I mean, for oh, he hasn't had that good of a season. But is this the turnaround point for Port Adelaide? They finally won. No, well, they have to win next this week. Um, but I think that their best football can beat. So many teams. He's got three. Three. I heard that quote during the week too, actually, that he had a heap. So oh, you yeah, sorry, there's one back in 2010. So four. Sorry, so four. Okay. You can't have had one back before there. Sorry. And then this one, five. So yeah, he's got five. No, no, so no. it hasn't been updated. No, so 18. Oh, apologize. Yeah. Alex so Keith. Yeah, so he won the first one this year. Oh, of course. There was two in a year. Yeah, two in a My year. My apologies. Yeah. Five is so great. it is five. There you go. Well, no, I wasn't. I just. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was six. That was all. No, nah. no. All good. Um, 
bad yeah. game. This wasn't a very good game. I mean, the first half was worth watching. I really, I was really enjoying it. I thought, this is pretty good. And then they played one half. And now Tex has come out and said, oh, we're all on the chopping block. Well, you've been on the, well, he's been on the chopping block all year. Another well, player that we don't, don't understand why, well, and we don't understand why he can't be axed from that team. He has, he's performed once. He does one thing, like kicks a big goal from 50 metres. He yeah. needs to do that three or four times every game. Yeah, well, you and I said at the start of the year, we didn't understand why they did the co-captaincy. Sloan, it's not like Sloan's a 20-year-old rookie. No. He's pretty well established, can play the game, knows how to lead a club. Well, they had to give him it partially as well because of the contract. But yeah, I, I, aside from anything, it, yeah. But it should have been standalone. I agree, I agree. Adelaide, um, for me, I don't. Oh, they struggle now to play finals. I think... I think Don Pike is starting to become very cooked for me. Um, I know, like, it's not all his fault. I mean, five fourteen is is terrible, horrible, horrible accuracy. To only kick five goals for the game, kick fourteen points is an absolute joke. Surely, part of that comes back to game plan, though. It has to. Yeah. But again, with Pike, and this is something we've said for some time, he takes so he and his team take so long to act. They wait until it's it's a smouldering rubble, and then think, "Oh, hang on, we better do something about it." And I know, that, like the runner situation doesn't help. He doesn't coach. He doesn't seem but to coach on the boundary much either. I was going to say he didn't change quickly with runners last year either. So no. I agree. Yeah, he's so. So do you reckon do a Ken Hinkley match? I don't just, know. And just chop like five or six senior players. I don't know what the, the answer is, the but I think he's. I, I, I'm concerned by the way Adelaide's being led, in, in, both on and off the field. So, axe himself and Tyler Walker for the week. I think he needs to axe himself. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Send himself oh, to the VFL. Goes, I've had enough. I'm, he plays I in the been, VFL. I have oh, not been, yeah, I haven't been good enough this week. I'm stepping back. I'm going to coach the VFL club. No, play in the VFL. No. It'd be, be funny. funny. He's probably, he's probably, probably good enough. He, probably, he, was good, he was a bloody good player. He was hamstring. It'd be funny as. He'll be out for a few weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah worrying signs. But it, it's it, not an exciting game to talk about. I mean, we had, you know... Power were good, but tell you what, I mean, the, the competition it's, was pretty bad. Yeah, that's it. They they looked good because the Crows just stopped playing. And but if they can put that type of run and carry and switch uh, regularly, they the team that I think you and I and a few other people um, thought Port Adelaide could be. It's just whether they can do it consistently, which they continually let us down. So I'll wait well, and see. They've uh, got to win this. They've got to beat Brisbane this week. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, to be a, um, That's a good to game, be though. a real um, sort of serious threat, just to play finals, let alone anything else. So. Taylor Walker kicked the first goal after half time, and you thought, oh, they're on here, and then that was it. Then biscuits. Bedtime. Bedtime. Bis- biscuit and bed. He thought his job was done. Uh, yeah, embarrassing accuracy. Uh, the Crows, as I said, so slow to adjust. Uh, Rockliffe. He was really good. I mean, how he wasn't in the team. I mean, I know they were trying to make a statement, but that was a bit ridiculous. Um, I mean, yeah, we've got to be still concerned by how Port... This is the seventh match now where it's gone on, off, on, off, on, off for Port. Yeah, they've got a string wins. I mean, that's fairly ridiculous. Yeah, they've got a string wins in a row. We um, joked the week before that it couldn't happen again, and it did. Well, that's like, why... It just yeah. keeps going. Well, that's why I went yeah, for it. Yeah, you went with it. I was like, oh, I've got to follow this one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess well, I didn't realize. I completely forgot that Hawthorne uh, had the uh, monkey over Collingwood and didn't pick them. Well, anyway. that's yeah. Well, that's it. How funny is it? Bucks has only beaten him once. Oh, crazy. So, <laughs> all right, on to yeah. I think we better keep moving hard. There's, the there's not much out of this game. Hey? Game which no, no, because yeah, Port Adelaide 
played really, really well. Um, Adelaide didn't. Big concerns. I mean, Adelaide really need to start hurrying up. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to find themselves out of the eight. Uh, dogs and Cats, 71 to 55. Bulldogs by 16. Uh, weird, weird game. I mean, Very weird game. Yeah. It felt like Good the game, Cats. Though. Yeah, it felt like the Cats were actually controlling a lot of the play. The Dogs always hung around, they weren't going away. It felt like the Cats, but they just weren't capitalising. 7-13, horrible accuracy. Only time this year. Yeah, Hawkins was also way down as well. Ablett was down. Uh, offensively, I thought they were Kelly poor got movement. And, yeah, I think the Dogs just hung around and they got their chance late in the... Good time. The, like, well, they steamrolled them at the end. Yeah, I think in the back of everyone's mind, Geelong were going to lose a game at some point before the end yeah. of the year. Um, they've been on such a good run and uh, obviously play very, very good football. A lot of these players have played throughout the season and not many of them have, have had rest. It's only been due to injuries. So, And the Doggies have got, obviously, a little bit of uh, bite back in their step. Um, yeah. A bit of confidence from some uh, wins. Uh, they got their run running game back. I mean, I love how their players all go. It's not the same as when they won the flag. So, well... Yeah, it is from an outsider's perspective. Yeah, you might have this and that different with different players, but the actual style of football is starting to look like um, 2016. Mm. 16? Yeah, 16. Um, Bit more Bulldog. Hashtag. Uh, yeah, good old uh, Jimmy Bartel just doing everything for everyone uh, with the, the hashtags and then being part of GWS and having a love affair with the cats. Good times. Um, but the Doggies, look, it is, it's good to see another team that's got an exciting style. Um, obviously, Norton um, has this uncanny ability to be able to take pack marks, jump over people's heads. Mm. Could get a little bit better with his goal kicking, although having said that, he did win this game off his own boot to a large degree towards mm. the end. Um, and Bont is... Bond was huge. He's had a massive month. Massive I mean, month, he's yeah. he, you still got to wonder whether he could snag to Brownlow. He's actually leading the coaches' votes, um, which is always an which interesting, interesting, uh, yeah, uh, little one there. The one thing Might for him though is Dunk- the one thing for him is uh, he's got a good teammate racking up big numbers in Dunkley at the moment. So Dunkley might just catch the eye. And Timmy English, he'll win the Brownlow. Oh, Timmy English. <laughs> uh, look, I, I don't know. I'd, it was good. It also was kind of watching a tired team as well, though. Like, the Cats, yeah, they, they need a bit of a, a reset and a break. All those people, I heard heads people saying, oh, they'll win 20-plus games for the year. So, no, no. No, the, the, no one in this, this season is that good. They're going to win that many well, games. Well, I just so don't, I don't think, I don't the, think so. the, the way the, the AFL have set rules in place and all that type, it won't allow for a team to dominate that much. Um, it's too taxing on all the players, the, the schedule and, and the training. Oh, well, you would think so. There's a few players that have a flatter on the game, so... <laughs> I love that section of NBA Twitter that thinks the NBA is, like, completely rigged and that, that it's, all, it's all set up. All set it's up. absolutely hilarious it's to like, read. It's so just, funny. It's just... How can the they rig 82 it's games? It's an all-star game, but less. All the time. All the time. Well, yeah. Um, the best bit was when Steph Curry's... I uh, can't remember her name. He's partner tweeted that the it was rigged and they just wanted Cleveland to win and the NBA had had like oh. set up the finals I like, thought, I thought you like meant, during the finals when, when they were against the geez. Warriors See, I thought, she quickly deleted the tweet but, I was say I thought you meant this year it's like oh, no, yeah, no. they wanted KD to get injured and they no. wanted <laughs> Clay to do his ACL <laughs> yeah of course 
That's uh, bloody harsh. I mean, then he got a max. They both got max contracts, so maybe it was really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get injured, we bet you lots. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got Russell anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. right. Bad game. I don't know. This is just. It's such a bad round. I mean, there was. What out of this round was? I mean, there, there were exciting performances from teams, and there was ex- I don't think exciting performances was... by individuals. Yeah. So there were some real standouts yeah, where the falls sort of stuff. Yeah, the actual. It was game, awful performances. Though. Well, there hasn't been a four quarter game since I can't. I can't remember uh, the last four quarter game from two teams where it was just exciting from start to finish with good skills. Um, good contest. Uh, not from start to finish. The most recent Maddie's match, I thought the first half yeah. was very good. Yeah, St Kilda and Richmond. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. Um, Cats will be fine. They'll yeah. bounce back. Dogs. I'm still a game I think clear. It, it makes it interesting that they did win it. Uh, in terms of you know whether they can make a charge, I I don't think they'll make they're it. But I think they're they're gonna yeah they're still two games out. It's gonna be a bit. Yeah, of a I think they're two there. games out. So that's they're still a fair few games out, and they don't. Think, I don't think they've got that that easy of a run, but who knows? Like, no, they're actually only one game out. Of only the one game. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that thing. makes it so, even more interesting. Yeah, exactly. Right. I was just quickly trying to look that up as you were saying that. I, yeah, I think. Look, but I, I don't. But well, they will way. get belted. They will get beaten up in in the finals. I don't they see them making it though. They anyway. They, they're still. They've got two Achilles heels, and as good as Norton is, he is not a big key forward. He's Tony Lockett. We're talking about. Oh. He looks so small on the he TV. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, it must be the stripes that are. Cap- oh no, they're the other ones. The ones Thinning. that go up and down. It's not the. the anyway. No. Um, and they've got no defensive unit that you come up against a West Coast or a Richmond. Um, GWS. I would have said three weeks ago. Um, they'll they'll annihilate you. But who knows? Good on them. They they're playing with some um, zest and. They all seem to love playing footy at the moment, which is the main thing, so it's good for the West. Frio, West Coast, 31-122, Eagles by 91 points. So to the handful of Frio supporters out there, I'm sorry, don't take offence to this, but I like seeing your team get belted by another team, especially the Eagles. I thought 219 is an absolute joke. Fremantle kicked two goals and 19 points. And they've got... So many star players. It's not like they're a struggling team like the Suns. They have actually got yeah, a great. They've got a graders all over the park. Well, they've got Eagles at least three or four. Nineteen goals, eight. So they kicked their points in goals and kicked another six points on top of that. Yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, so little brother syndrome has re-entered the, the fray over in the west by the looks of things. Oh, awful and, game! This is horrible to watch. And what a way for um, Sandlands to make his long-awaited return to AFL football and come up against Nick Nat and get pumped. Time to retire. Yeah, I think it's retire, <laughs> bitch. As Probably Dan, not on this game. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe not on this game because that's pretty shit but um, yeah when you've got uh, players like Nat Fife you should never lose this a game like this amount <laughs> I'm sorry it just it baffles me but at the same time brings me so much joy how funny time for Ross Lyon to be shown the exit no, no that's I know it's not going to happen it's not going to happen but oh, sorry he's been pretty good at times this year but yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Nat is a beast and he, out and out Beast is he? I mean, I know it's only two games. He's the most influential player. Oh, in he, AFL. He, he's a three or four. They are three or four goals better with him. Easy. 
when you can give it to A-grade midfielders yeah. on a platter, well, you're not looking at them, which he does regularly. That yeah. tap, it's to, psycho. That tap to Shuey is amazing. Is, yeah. Well, everyone talked talked about how good that uh, rider to Gray moment was against Years the ago. Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was heaps better for the sense that it was in pouring rain. And those it wasn't two too raining by that point, though, wasn't it? Well, it had rained so much. It was it did so, rain, yeah. so wet over there. Well, similar, it, it, both, the both was, exciting moments. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Good. So good for football. But again, like, look, very good performance, but not a great game. Um, you know. I, no, and, not, and not, not an even on both sides. And I don't know. I, yeah, look. Thank God this... Oh, well, it was on a Saturday night, wasn't it? Thank uh, God it was on Friday night. <laughs> Sunday games, the Carlton Blues could just any, managed could to lose any, it in the could end. Could get any stranger? No. Stranger than fiction, this game? 100 to 105. I don't think these teams understand how to lock the game down. I'm so line at fo- least that was good. I'm a line footballer somehow kicked six goals in two thirds of a game of football. No, at least we weren't subjected to you know the reality now that you know coaching groups are so scared of you know risking. A chance of turnovers that they lock the game down for you know half to three quarters of it and then pull the trigger at the end. Um, at least these two teams can't really execute that, so it Which, just became somewhat of a shootout. Fifteen goals, thirty goals is exciting. This absolutely, is a good game. This and, is probably the better game of the round. And how and, how how bad is the season at when that's happening? Well, and that was smart. Everyone's going, oh, the first half was shit. So like, no, no, they were getting the crowd involved. By kicking the ball to them all the time, mm. and yeah, they got involved, yeah. and then they had a shootout. Early, the skills were oh, awful. The, I've never in my life seen two teams butcher a football the way these two teams did, especially in that. There were so quarter. many weird moments in this game. J- Jacob Wetering ran full pace into um, oh, what's his name. Was it Sam Wiedemann? No, no, no. No, no, Wiedemann, no, no. Petrarca ran, ran flush into Petrarca's head and knocked himself out cold and, like, bled from the head. Like, broke his nose. But, like, <laughs> like he, it was as though, like, he just was invisible, Petrarca. And then he thought, oh, I'll just run. Bang. It was oh, absolutely... Had enough of football. I'll just knock myself out and get off. Yeah, that's what he did. He kamikaze on on the, on the pitch. He went to the gate during the game. It was unbelievably bizarre. This I'm game to, was strange. I'm trying to think of the movie where he, I can't remember <laughs> what it was, but like took a tablet or something and just went Dunk, and then ran headfirst into a wall oh, and then knocked himself anyway. But then yeah, and then it's all a the in, and then all the injuries to Melbourne. And they were down to one player or something. Well, there were so many strange events. McDonald kicked six and then bust his ass. Yeah, he said, I'm done. I'm out. Well, he's out for the rest of the season now. Um, old mate McGovern, who's been awful, he had a, a, a chance at redemption and hits the post. Like, it's... it was just so many crazy moments. Uh, Hunt kicked that goal from a million miles out and, and got it. And that was, I mean, look, this, it was exciting. Cruiser did really well against Bruce. Obviously, um, Gorn was a laid out. That's a, that's why I kept my tip with Carlton. I thought, oh, this will be good. Yeah. Um, D's on the outside, I thought, were much better late. That That didn't help. I thought Silvani was really good. I think he's really starting to become a player. Yeah, he's starting to find his little niche within the game. He, yeah. He's still going to obviously need a lot more, maybe two or three more years, till we see 
how really good he is. I, I think he's great. I think they need to stick with him at the very least, um, unless he's injured or he needs need to break. I, yeah, he's he's been good. And some of those maligned young Carlton players are starting to play better. And obviously, having the fight that they had showed in that last quarter to be almost get over the line. Obviously, Melbourne almost found another way to lose. Yeah. Uh, is, again, um, good signs, I guess. But we've been talking about good signs for Carlton for five years now. Oh, yeah, I guess so. This is the thing. You've got to be happy about it, I guess. But it's still not ideal. Um, it's not for, four points. For people that missed the end, so Simpson had that miss kick late and of all the players you'd think would be clean and polished at that minute you'd think it'd probably be Simpson but um, didn't didn't happen um, Joy, so Hunt late goal uh, Carlton actually led at one point towards the back end of the game so the D's led for 113 minutes and then for a brief period Carlton were in front so only by point and then Hunt goal and then uh, old mate uh, McGovern stabbed it into the post so yeah Settlefield I thought was really good as well um, look, there's some exciting signs, but oh, look, you can't get that excited. It's, it's, you know, no. Melbourne are pretty bad this year as well, so they probably. I think Carlton definitely should have oh, won this game. There, there would have been. Um, oh, look, half the MCG would have burnt down if Melbourne had lost this game. Well, there weren't many supporters there. It looked like there was a lot more Carlton supporters there. Oh, they got more. They got more excitement to to talk about and and to look forward to. They got most. more supporters that aren't up at the snow. Yeah, so. Melbourne. Yeah. Um, Fickle. But shit game. Well, that's well, it the wasn't thing. a shit game. It was, well, it was shit in the scrimmage. It was fun to teams, watch, but yeah. it was not. You can't. I mean, the skill level was appalling. Well, at they don't have any. Well. That's why they're in the bottom three. I mean, this is the thing. We saw thirty goals, but we saw we still saw twenty five points and a bunch of out in the falls as well. So like, yeah, it's still still not great. Uh, second last game, North versus the Saints, hundred and twelve to seventy three. Kangaroos by thirty nine points. Again, another good win by. Uh, Shaw's North Melbourne. Do we think Alan Richardson, St Kilda, all over now? Oh, definitely over. He 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 knows it's over. He's There's not making the finals, so definitely not. Even if they won three or four on the trot between now and the end of the season, that's not going to save him. He's. I think he's um, resolved to that fact, and he's just going to try and get the most out of that playing group. Um, as far as some belief and continuity of uh, style so that then he can hand over the playing group to whoever it may be um, in the best possible shape that he can because he... Why does he, he just quit now then? I guess professionally it doesn't look great. I don't see the point in that either. No. Um, I think he's he's been dogged obviously this year by some pretty bad injuries to... And long-term injuries to a lot of players, and so he hasn't been able to... sitting on his shoulder. Yeah, and that doesn't that that doesn't help. Um, if there's any team that probably needs a priority pick just to bolster their stocks, I think it's St Kilda more than the Suns. And yeah, I think Richard will see his time out, and then he'll hand the reins over to well. It'd be, it'd be a shock if it wasn't Ratton, let's be honest. Well, yeah, it'll depend what happens there. But we'll see. But more more importantly, North Melbourne keep uh, playing some really, really inspirational football. They, they look like a team that's um, well-connected and, and playing for each other uh, more than anything. Um, Zeebel continues to be um, the captain and player that he has been for a number of years. Goldstein continues to be very influential in the ruck. 
for them. He just knows how to, to tap it to advantage and, and be a real big assistance for he, for his mids. The forward line seems to be gelling a little bit better. It's not just a one-man band like it was last year. And obviously the defensive um, half are doing pretty good. Right? I think Tarrant's probably in the conversation for that uh, one of two key spots in the AA at the moment. If he continues that way, and then you got your yeah, young guys like Zerha. Uh, Davis Nuniak was a bit quieter, but he continues to do his role, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, North have been pretty good. It's it's amazing that, you know, they sacked their coach and they could make finals. They're only a game out of the eight. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. It's hilarious. Like, that's the thing. They actually could make finals. I don't think they will, but it's not out of the question. The, I think the heat this year on, on coaches and teams has been really strange. There's been moments where it's like, why is there so much heat on Essendon when they're only a game out of the eight? But then a team that'll be like three games out of the eight, they're like, oh, no, they're all right. They're just trying to get better and stuff. Like, I just think the way the torch has been you know, put on people this year has been a bit strange. I think it's the weight of expectation. I, um, obviously, Essendon in particular, there was a huge expectation, probably more so from the outside than uh, within the inner sanctum that they were going to be a genuine top eight uh, contender. And they haven't... They were in there for a split second uh, halfway through this round. And and then you've got... Um, Alan Richardson was... Um, he's been there for a long time at St Kilda. They haven't progressed. So there was uh, pressure on him. Uh, I guess it's hard one with North. Scott had been there for a while, taking them to two... Uh, prelims yeah but then sort of dissolved after that so there was no improvement and ultimately that uh, was the end for him obviously weight of pressure with Bolton yeah I don't know it's an interesting one uh, I, I would have thought there would have been more heat on Bevo but obviously he's got the, the doggies up and going again Clarko basically has one flag so there's never going to be too much heat on him no, I know. I know that's a bit of a difference. He's he's probably one of the rare. But yeah, Suju's now after this season will have heat on him. Well, those flaming grilled whoppers—they're they're quite lots of heat, quite hot. Yeah, more heat than the. Uh, the well, they have the, to the, get the flame grill. More that's heat the than the Queensland aspect. Sun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, GWS versus Brisbane. Well, anyway, so North North and Kilda, thats it. Hey, we don't Saints can't make finals, and North. Uh, Probably not going to make it either. Yeah, I think I think Saints are going to struggle from all that travelling that they did for a few weeks um, a little while back. And we played Africa; they played everywhere. Oh, they did. Yeah. Uh, GWS Lions, GWS fail. Another choke. Lions At by home twenty points. Too. This is massive, massive loss for the Giants. Puts a massive question mark on their ability to step up uh, when it really matters. Which again, they haven't been able to. They needed do. a win. Oh, absolutely! They need to win. This is this is um, massive shock. Whether they thought that they Brisbane will come there a little bit haphazardly, who knows? But Brisbane are, are starting to really, really show that travel for them is no longer a fear, and they can win footy anywhere. And that's it. Arguably, is still one of the hardest places to go and win a game of football up until this year. The Giants were almost unbeatable at their home ground for the last two years. So, massive, massive scalp for the uh, for the Lions. Massively, big, yeah. big concerns for the they Giants. They let it every break. Yeah. The, and the Giants obviously 
probably are hurting now a little bit like Collingwood with, with the continuity and the loss of key personnel um, being out for a long period of time. Yeah. And maybe that list isn't as deep as we all thought. Well, I don't know. I think maybe it is starting to be stretched. I, mean, I thought Coniglio was very good. Williams, I thought, was quite good as well. Uh, Deeds, I thought, was, was fine. Himmelberg with his four goals as well. You know, Tim Taranto's been quite good. Um, but, yeah, I, I obviously Kelly got with the injury. But I don't know. I don't... What, how do we feel about GWS? Do we still think they're a serious threat this year? Yeah. Look, I mean, if one player can have a huge influence on a team, they get Lockie Whitfield back. He he frees up so much of the rest of that midfield and halfback. And obviously, there was some uncharacteristic errors. I mean, sure, two or three times. Phil Davis was the one for me. He just looked unsettled in the back line for the first time that I can remember. And that's my... Yeah, that's my only little concern because it, it, it was a, it was creeping into the game over the last two or three weeks and it was completely exposed from a, a team that's on the rise that is very confident in their abilities and where they want to want to go with this game plan and obviously big belief in each other um, yeah look don't underestimate how good the Lions were either. They were very, very good. They're just playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of belief, got a lot of skilled players there. They've got the right balance of youth, um, mid-tier and experience. Yeah. And, I mean, ultimately probably missing two A-graders, like legit A-graders, to yep. be a serious, serious contender. But other than that, and we're talking... A year, I reckon next year we're going to be talking about the Lions being the. Do you think they can win it this year? No. 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 Um, I think it's going to be a stretch to win it this year. Yeah, I I think they can win a final this year. Yeah, I think they will win a final this year. And if they get a a top, yeah, if they finish top, well, even if they finish fifth and they get that first home final. How smart does Lockie Neal look now? Very. Yeah. Looks like we're going to miss the eight, but they're going to make it. Um, and how I'm probably not, not just make it; they no. might finish off. Royal. I was about to say something, probably not as true as your comment, but um, how foolish were Geelong to let um, Linda McCarthy go, McCartney? Well, but he would have never gone into that Geelong team. They were playing too well this year. What about um, old mate Charlie Cameron? Oh, smart! Saw the Adelaide. Were House of Cards about Coast. to yeah. blow over. Wow. And he, yeah, look, lots of good, and Hodgie coming out of retirement, obviously. Well, that's been huge, yeah. yeah. Imagine if he sneaks another flag. Well, it sounds like he's definitely going to retire next year. That was, that was been pretty much said. An extra couple of years out of him. That's hilarious. It's pretty funny. I liked, I liked how he continues to try and defy his age by sucking the, did you see that crunchy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Stayed out there like a stubborn old mule. I um I don't know how like this was a good game because of the headline. I don't think it was a great game in general. Um, I thought, yeah, I just think the Giants' ability to move the ball forward at times was poor. Um, I think their movements a bit funny at the moment. I think you know they they seem to really struggle to get their momentum going. Like there just seems to be a lot of really weird aspects. But I think it still goes back to your point right at the start of uh, the program. That coaches now have worked out. It's like, oh, if we can just lock it in yeah. and lock it down, 
So there's more of a defensive mindset as a general rule from coaches, and I think that was on display here. 94-74 from arguably two teams that have got a little bit more flair than the rest of the competition, I would have thought. Mm, a bit higher scoring, especially at um, the Giants' home deck. It's a pretty plush field to play on. and Yeah, conditions you know. were fine, really. So, yeah. Um, but, look, I've got no... I've got little concerns for the Giants. I think they'll be thereabouts again, and we all know what they're capable of. I'm very excited to see where the Lions can go, though. Yeah. So that's the round. A uh, bit of a look at where the teams are at. Uh, we will be back as well this week with a bit of a preview. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of a look. I mean, obviously... We saw Collingwood fall again. We saw Essendon sort of just get it done. We thought we saw Richmond murder the Gold Coast. You know, Adelaide played a half. They're still a bit choppy. Um, Power kind of, you know, still so up and down. There's such a question mark on them, I think, still, even with this win. Um, Cats, a bit of a stumble, but they'll, they'll be fine. Dogs, you know, kind of hanging on that edge. Eags winning by huge amounts. Freo, I think you've got to start to think that that's over now. Yeah, and then D's. Well, know, the bottom of the really bottom matter. of the wooden spoon didn't, basically didn't matter, matter at all. No. Neither did the next match so much. But North, I think you know, still proving that they're, they're a chance. They're only game out of the eight, and then um, yeah, Giants are stumbling uh, again. So it makes look. There's, there were some games that made the season it's interesting. Tied, it's tightened the uh, screws. Well, it's it's or the eight conversation. The top eight now is wide open again. But they weren't like there weren't really anything wasn't great spectacular to, talk to watch. About. No, and that's the thing. It was like, oh yeah, Brisbane winning, Giants losing. There's a good story. Um, you know, Freo losing by that much, and the Eagles getting all this percentage and winning is is a good story. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was a lot of that, but. You know, Richmond being well and truly, you know, starting to be a bit more back. I mean, obviously they beat the Suns. It's not that hard, but getting you know eight or nine percent or whatever it was is is good because yeah. their percentage was quite poor. Anyway, um, Hotstone, thank you for your time. Hotstone.com.au. Use AFL Deep Dive as a promo code. Be on the game TV on Facebook to see us live doing a AFL show on Wednesday, which Wednesday seven. Which if you're listening to it now is later today. It is. Yes, it will so, be this evening. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, enjoy the football this weekend. See you later. Cheers.